You're listening to the Stream Grace Network. Hello again, everybody, and welcome to the True University Podcast. My name is Steve Eden, where the truest thing about you is what God says about you. Well, last week we were visiting about uh, God being at peace with us. I want to just continue on that theme and then get into a little bit of what ails our culture in the way of worry and fear and anxiousness and Wow, you know, negativism, pessimism, seems like it's everywhere around us. But I'm going to start in Romans chapter 5, verse 1. Therefore, having been justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. So Don Wheeler, my guest over the last few weeks, uh, and I spent quite a bit of time last week just settling, hopefully, in your hearts that God is at peace with you through his son, Jesus Christ, through that offering, through that incredible gift. And then, of course, your receiving of that gift. Verse 2 says, Through whom also we have access by faith into this grace in which we stand, and we rejoice in hope of the glory of God. And not only that, but we glory in tribulations, knowing that tribulation produces perseverance. So he's going he's gonna to shift here and uh, begin to show us what our tribulations, instead of what they do to us, what they do for us. And that's a great perspective to have because, guys, if you think you're just going to have everything peachy king your whole life on this planet and uh, somehow pray your way into never having uh, any problems or difficulties or trials, uh, you're mistaken. Because I love you. I'm going to tell you the truth. That's just not going to happen. You will have uh, trials in this life, you'll have tribulation and trouble, Jesus said in John sixteen thirty three. But listen to what Paul says here. Not only that, but we glory in tribulation, knowing that tribulation produces something. There's good things that can come out of the, the tribulation can do for us, produce perseverance, and then perseverance can produce character. Amen. We all need to be growing in the character of Jesus Christ, and character produces hope. Hope does not disappoint because the love of God has been poured out in our hearts by the Holy Spirit who was given to us. Father, I pause right here, and I want to pray for everybody listening, myself included, that when hopelessness or negativism, skepticism and pessimism come against us like it does in our country and maybe uh, those listening even across the world in their country, but certainly here in the United States. Father, I just pray that hope be restored, Lord, that we begin to understand that there's hope for us in the midst of trial and persecution and and uh, trouble, and that the love of God has exploded in our heart by the power of the Holy Spirit, and that we truly are overcomers. And yeah, there is a war going on, but we're more than conquerors. We've already won the war through our Lord Jesus Christ. So I just bless each one listening. I thank you for the restoration, Lord, of hope and optimism and faith today. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, I hope that blesses you. I want to share a little bit, some of the thoughts really from a book I had written this last year called The Absolute Worthlessness of Worry. But in the final chapter, I just talk about how a worry-free and peace-filled life is actually inside of you by the Holy Spirit, by the presence of Christ himself. It's not outside of us in the right set of circumstances. So let me just say that again, frame it up for you. The worry-free life you're looking for, what you long for as far as peace, is inside you by the Holy Spirit. It's not outside of you by the right set of circumstances. And I think we too often think that we'll only be free of worry 
uh, when all of our circumstances line up the way we want. That's why I mentioned you may think you can just pray all your circumstances into alignment to where somehow it'll create peace for you, but I'm telling you, peace is a person. He lives inside of you. He's the one that overcomes all the fear, doubt, pessimism, negativism that's out there. And I, I'm just going to pause again right there. If you're, if you're not paying attention, <laughs> let me say it this way. If you're paying attention, you've got to be aware of some of the warfare that's going on in this country. There's just a lot of people battling uh, depression and weight and strain and stress and it's just uh seemingly permeated throughout our culture but there is hope right greater is he that's within you than he that's within the world first john 4 4 is that scripture now the steve eden translation of that is you'll never face anything outside of you greater than who is inside of you So what we want to do is begin to recognize that we have a living vine on the inside of us that sources us all the peace, the stability, the tranquility, the contentment, the satisfaction that we need to live this life, guys. It's not coming outside of you. It's already within you. You've got this living vine that you can tap into. I touched on this earlier, but Jesus said this in John 16, 33. These things I have spoken to you that in me you may have peace. In the world, you're going to have tribulation and trial and all those things, distress, the Amplified says, but be of good cheer, he says, I've overcome the world for you. But Jesus doesn't say here that in the right set of circumstances, you're going to have peace. He said, in me, you have peace. Peace. So as long as there's people around, as long as there's politics going on, you're going to face problems and difficulties. As long as this fallen world is doing what it's doing, you're going to encounter adversity. So again, you can quit just asking God, please give me a worry-free life somehow outwardly. He's already given you a worry-free life inwardly. As was mentioned earlier uh uh, today, Jesus Christ is alive and well on the inside of you. The Holy Spirit's been shed abroad inside your heart, so you just need to tap into him. Uh, Begin to choose every day to get your perspective and your peace and your power and your will to uh, live and succeed and overcome. Get all that from the vine that's inside of you not from the right set of circumstances. And, you know, I visit with a lot of people. They'll say, Steve, I I tell you, with everything going on, I just can't seem to find peace. And I say, where are you looking? Where are you looking to find peace? Because uh, if their response is, well, I've been looking in my job or my spouse, my children, the economy, politics, finances, (laughs) whatever it may be, my friends, my mother-in-law. How about this one? The stock market. How about this one? Well, uh, my sports teams, they didn't do very well this weekend. Well, go back to John 16, 33. Jesus said, in me, you'll have peace. And of course, that word peace in the Greek New Testament is Irene, E-I-R-E-N-E. That's the Greek word, and it means all the the separate pieces come into the whole. They come together as one. It literally means one, so it's your oneness, your wholeness that comes through God and his son, Jesus Christ. Matter of fact, peace, Irene, is a fruit or a byproduct of your union with the Spirit. Here's John 14, uh, 27. Jesus said, peace I leave with you, 
My peace I give to you. Wow. So his oneness with the Father is what he's giving you. Not as the world gives. I'm not giving you some worldly type of peace. I'm going to give you my peace. Let not your heart be troubled and neither let it be afraid. Man, there's just opportunity around us each and every day uh, to, to be troubled and to be afraid. But Jesus says you don't have to be. I'm the vine, you're the branch, you can receive peace from me. I'm going to say it again, it's not in the right set of circumstances outside of you, it's from a vine inside of you. Romans 14, 17 says the kingdom of God, his lordship, his rule, his will is not a matter of eating and drinking, but righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit. So our peace is a fruit of our walk with and abiding in the spirit of Jesus Christ. It's not a fruit or byproduct of perfect situations in the natural realm. And you can stress yourself all day long using prayer to create a right set of circumstances, or you can use prayer to align yourself with the very prince of peace himself. And I think somebody told me the other day that one of the definitions of prayer literally meant exchange, where we're aligning ourselves with him. You know, and I used to do that. I used to use prayer to try to get God to fix everything that ailed me, alleviate my problems, people not treating me right, whatever it was. But no, we're going to use prayer to align ourselves with him. Lord, I need your perspective. I need to see things how you do. And I need to align myself with your peace because peace is who you are. And it's not just some uh, carnal set of circumstances that make us feel better. Uh, I like to say it this way. Instead of praying outside in prayers, you can pray inside out prayers. In other words, pray, praying and releasing the peace that's in you, the faith of God that's in you into situations rather than asking God to fix every situation so you can feel peace. Let's begin to understand who we are in Christ, what we possess in him, and that we're peace carriers, peace prayers into uh situations rather than just hoping the situation gets fixed we're trying to uh, fix the situation instead of aligning with the peace of god and releasing the peace of god and perspective into those situations i'm going to say it again that don't look at what problems do to you look at what they can do for you maybe they even enhance your prayer life maybe they enhance the reality that hey peace is derived from the spirit and not from a natural right set of circumstances so let's don't pray away all the storms in life, let's ask God to use the storms to bring his peace and our understanding of his ever-present peace into our heart. Boy, that is that is so good. Lord, help us to see that. We're not praying away all the storms in life, but we're going to actually let you use those storms to remind us once again where peace really comes from. And you know, when people see that you respond differently to adversity. They may say, man, brother, I know what's going on uh, at your job or in your, uh, your family situation, and yet you're just full of the peace of God. You don't seem overthrown by it. That's, that is really a great witness to them that you're part of a different culture, part of a different kingdom, different spirit, certainly, than most people are Uh, all around you. And it really bears witness of the reality of Christ. I want to say this too. There's nothing touching you today in the way of worry that Christ hasn't given you the power to overcome. Nothing touching you today in the way of worry that Christ hasn't already given you the power to overcome. This is the confidence you have in him that you cannot be defeated by worry or fear 
or anxiety unless you consent to be defeated by those things. See, he's already given you the victory. He's overcome the world. He said it. I've overcome natural circumstances. I've given you access to the spirit. Uh, literally, I've given you the keys to the kingdom. Keys give you access. The kingdom is in the spirit. So I've given you access to peace. It's defeated. Uh, so don't consent to defeat. Father, I thank you for that today. I thank you for that in my own life. I thank you for that in the listeners' lives. Lord, that we're not going to consent to just roll over and be defeated by the pressures and pains and trials of the things that go on around us. We experience loss in this life. We do experience tragedy in this life. We certainly experience hiccups and unexpected things. But you're our rock and our fortress, our God in whom we trust. And Lord, we're going to be sourced by you for the peace of God that passes all understanding. In Jesus' name. Um, another thought I had is not coping with worry. Let's don't just cope with it. Let's conquer it. Let's don't just cope with worry. Let's conquer worry and allow the Lord to birth faith in us, further our intimacy, our growth, our maturity in Christ, that we find our courage and confidence in him to not only face worry, but overcome it, whatever the adversities may be, that we're able to, again, conquer those things, not consent to be defeated, not just even try to cope with them, but conquer them. I think it's important we acclimate to the Lord's voice. You know, uh, Psalm 85, verse 8, I read that last week, he will speak peace to his people. God speaks peace to his people. So we need to be acclimated to his voice. Don't be listening to, you know, CNN and the TV and the media and all that. If you just pipe that full of yourself full of that all the time, no wonder you're dealing with worry and anxiety because that's what they, they specialize in fear. So how about this? We, we agree with God's voice. We acclimate to it. Then we agree with who he says we are in Christ, that we can do what he says we can do. We possess what he says we possess in Christ. Uh, we possess a worry-free life. The spirit of Christ in you, your true identity, is not a worrier. There's, there's no ounce of worry in your spirit, man. You have the very DNA of God in there. Agree with the truth of your identity. We're talking about that. Make time to practice hearing his voice, washing yourself in the word of God. How about the weapons of our warfare? 2 Corinthians chapter 10 talks about they're not carnal, they're mighty through God. Praise is a weapon. Prayer is a weapon. The word of God is a weapon. The Holy Ghost is a weapon. We can tap into all those things. We want to be steadfast, immovable, intentional, always abounding in the work of the Lord. The Bible says, knowing that our labor for in him is not in vain. Never in vain. I'm going to say it again. Let's be steadfast, immovable, intentional, always abounding in the work of of the Lord. All right, I want to give you some some more scriptures today and just meditate on these. This is important because these are the things your spirit man already knows. I'm going to say that again. These are the things your spirit man already knows. And so now let's get our mind submitted to and in agreement with our spirit man. Listen to this. This is Psalm 23, verse 4. I'm going to read out of the Passion Translation. Lord, even when your path takes me through the valley of deepest darkness, fear will never conquer me, for you already have. See, fear can't conquer a heart that's already been conquered by him. But thank you, Lord Jesus. You've already conquered our heart. There's no room for fear to conquer us. He goes on and he says in Psalm 23, you remain close to me and lead me through it all the way. 
Your authority is my strength and my peace. The comfort of your love takes away my fear. I'll never be lonely, for you are near. The comfort of your love takes away my fear. I'll never be lonely, for you are near. How about Psalm 27, verse 1? Listen to this. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? When the wicked came against me to eat up my flesh, my enemies and foes, they stumbled and fell. Though an army may encamp against me, my heart will not fear. Though war arise against me, in this I will be confident. These are the things your spirit man already knows and is already in, in agreement with. Second Timothy chapter 1, verse 7. For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but power and love and of sound mind. Isaiah chapter 41, verse 10. This is Amplified Bible. Fear not, there's nothing to fear, for I am with you. Do not look around in terror or be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen and harden you to difficulties. Notice he says, I'm not, I'm not going to harden you. I'm not going to harden your heart. I'm going to strengthen and harden you to difficulties to the trials, to the problems. I'm going to strengthen you to overcome them. Yes, I'll help you, says the Lord. I will hold you up and retain you with my victorious right hand of righteousness and justice. That's a powerful passage. That's Isaiah 41, 10. Psalm 34, verse 4. I sought the Lord, and he heard me and delivered me from all my fears. Psalm 46, verse 1, New Living Translation. God is our refuge and our strength, always ready to help in times of trouble. So we will not fear when earthquakes come and the mountains crumble into the sea. See, guys, we're to be a people of strength. We're to be a people of confidence uh, who know what it is to trust in the Lord with all of our heart, lean not on our own understanding, to walk by faith and not by what we see and feel. Walk by faith and not by what, by what we see and feel. And this, these scriptures just washing our minds with them may be important for you to do on a daily basis. If you really do battle pessimism, fear, worry, anxiety, negativism, speculation, all those things, the enemy's trying to wreak havoc on your mind, wash your mind with the truth. Listen to this. This is Psalm 91, verse 4. Your spirit man knows this. He shall cover you with his feathers, talking about God, and under his wings you'll take refuge. His truth shall be your shield and buckler. You shall not be afraid of the terror by night, nor the arrow that flies by day, nor the pestilence that walks in darkness, nor the destruction that lays waste at noon. You will not fear. Matthew ten twenty nine. This is a Passion Translation. Jesus said, you can buy two sparrows for only a copper coin, yet not even one sparrow falls from its nest without the knowledge of your father. Are you not worth much more to God than many sparrows? Verse 30, even the very hairs of your head are numbered. Verse 31, so do not worry, for your father cares deeply about even the smallest detail of your life. That's a great passage. Matthew 10, 29 through 31. And then the last one, Psalm 112, verse 6. Again, Passion Translation. Their circumstances will never shake them, and others will never forget their example. They will not live in fear or dread of what may come, for their hearts are firm, ever secure in their faith, steady and strong. They will not be afraid, but will calmly face their every foe until every foe goes down 
in defeat. Father, I thank you today that we are renewed in the spirit of our mind simply by the word and the spirit of God. And Lord, that our spirit man doesn't know fear, worry, or anxiety. I bless each and every one, Lord, to continue to align themselves with the truth and to know the peace of God that passes all understanding is already within them. I ask it all in Jesus' name. Amen.